Welcome to The Driven Entrepreneur, where we sit down with visionaries, trailblazers, and entrepreneurs and discover why and how they do what they do. We'll get the backstory, plus plenty of life and business lessons along the way. Here's your host, Matt Browning. Broadcasting from the Leadership Academy Studios, aka my new basement, welcome to The Driven Entrepreneur. The go-to plan for coaches, authors, speakers, and entrepreneurs of all kinds to start, grow, and profit a business that you love. I'm your host, Matt Browning. Today, we're doing a solo episode. You're going to get me, and we're going to be sharing today uh, all about how to deal with the unexpected events in life. So the title for this episode is How to Deal with the Unexpected and Come Out Stronger. You know, I feel like we've been having so much unexpected stuff hitting us that we've almost become numb to it. So if that's you, if you relate to that, I want to share with you my five-step process for exactly how to deal with anything unexpected that you're not excited about, right? You don't have to have a five-step process to deal with an unexpected present, but an unexpected problem, yeah, that could be something. And I also am really, really excited in today's episode, I'm going to share a special announcement with y'all. Um, we have our third, my third, our third book coming out um, of all time. I've done my first book in 2007, Total Freedom from Addiction, second book, 2018. It was a long gap, 11 years in between, The Firebox Principle, Seven Drives that Fuel Every Entrepreneur. Those are still available on Amazon and you know on our website and everything. But today, we are entering into a pre-sale phase for a brand new book. It's called Driven to Courage, How to Deal with the Unexpected and Come Out Stronger. You know, I believe we have an opportunity to redefine everything right now. I don't know about you, but I've seen in my own life, in my own business, and a lot of people around, this is the time that we get to redefine what do you do for a living? Who are you serving? And even in a big, big way, I think there's been a lot of major changes. How many people do you know in the last couple years have moved states, have changed careers, changed relationships, right? You woke up one day and realized, wait a second, now that I'm with this person 24-7, we're both working from home, the, the cracks in relationships showed up and people had to, you know, dig deep and figure it out. Or some people, it was, you know, what, what had already been happening for a long time hit him right in the face and they realize that this isn't for me. Either way, there's, there's been so much changes. And I really do believe that we have a chance to redefine everything. You know, the last two years have not been easy. You've probably had a lot thrown at you. And how you respond to the changes, the challenges, the stress of life, and the stress of the changes itself, that says a lot about what's going to be, what it's going to look like on the back end of this in, in our life. And it's not so much about pandemic, pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, or coming out of the pandemic. What I'm really talking about and what this book is all about is dealing with unexpected circumstances, problems, changes, challenges. And I'm looking at this last two-some-year period, again, not as a pre-, during-, or post-pandemic period. It's really a period of great change. And for me, it's probably been the period of maybe some of the most change we've had in our lives you know, in a long time. Most entrepreneurs, you might find that you're having a lot of changes all at once. Some good, some bad, some hard, some easy. But this episode is all about how to deal with that. And again, not, not get through it. You know, 
when there's a trauma that happens, when there's a major circumstance that happens, hey, it's easy uh, to, I don't say easy, but you know, it's it, tongue in cheek. It's easy to get through in a survival mentality is what I mean. You know, it's easy to, you know, chomp down the bit and grin and bear it and just get through. I'm not talking about grin and bearing it and getting through. I'm talking about how do we take these hard times, unexpected times, the challenges, and how do we lean into it with community and with power and with with grace and with faith? And how do we lean into it so that at the end of this, we didn't just get through and go, oh, survive that, but I'm not ready for anything else. I need to veg on the couch for a decade. I'm talking about how do we get through and say, you know what? That felt, it was hard. I didn't like a lot of it, but it felt almost like a gym workout. At the end, I'm stronger because of it, and maybe I wouldn't do it again. Maybe you would. Depends on the change, right? But you can be stronger because of it. So I don't know if you feel like you've been stuck just absorbing it all and you know, kind of feeling the weight of all the stress in the different areas in life and your health and your finances, your relationship, but if that's been you, if that's been your story, let's rewrite it today. I believe it's time to change it right now. Um, I do believe we're halfway through the year and 2022 has the potential to be the most pivotal year in most of our lives. You know, um, you can make the changes that you want to make. I believe in you and I want to help you get there and we're going to do that right now. So the five, I have five quick tips and this is really to help you learn how to react to unexpected circumstances. Now these are not complicated tips. I've thought about it long and hard. I've looked at my own life, countless clients' lives that I'm coaching and looking at businesses. And when I really break down what are the most successful people at the end of unexpected circumstances, what did they do? What steps did they follow? And what's the order? I think the order is actually something really important. So I'm going to get into that. And you're going to find this is the framework in the first chapter in the book, Driven to Courage. And we'll talk about that on the tail end of here a little bit. But again, I'm so excited. We're going into pre-sale now. You can actually find it at driventocourage.com slash pre-sale. And it shows the book and has some everything up there. There's a bunch of goodies as well, a bunch of bonuses. You know, if you pick up the book, it's 20 bucks for the pre-sale copy of the physical book. But you get a ton of bonus goodies. We're basically ethically bribing you to... Uh, to help us with the bestseller status by pre-ordering during the next 30-day window here. And, you know, we give you the ebook for free. We give you the audiobook for free. You're going to get two tickets to a live personal growth seminar called Success Revolution with me. I'm running this in California, Orange County, California in August. That's free, two live tickets free. And there's a huge, uh, what we call the co-author gift bundle that's worth twenty-seven thousands of dollars. Twenty-seven fifty-five is the total value. Um, and all that's free. Um, and I'll talk more about that at the end. But yeah, you can head to drivenacourage.com slash presale and grab a pre-copy. And man, I really, really believe this is going to bless you. It's an exciting, exciting project. So here's the five quick tips, okay? Tip number one is relax. Easier said than done, I know. But it's the first tip for a reason. What I mean by relax is it might just be take a breath. You have to wait before you react. Now, I realize there's some circumstances that are true emergencies and you do need to jump into action immediately. I'm not talking about those. You know, someone breaks a bone. It's like, yeah, we need to jump in right away and help. But 99% of the unexpected changes and quote unquote emergencies that happen in our life and our business might not be emergencies, you know? Oh my gosh, a client, a big client just emailed and said they're upset and 
they're pulling out of the contract. Well, you might want, you know, you, now what do you feel? You feel fear, you feel anger, you feel confused. And the first thing I want to do is I want to jump on a reply or pick up the phone and call them. Hey, if you breathe and relax for a minute, five minutes, some circumstances, you know, if you can wait a day, even better, but take some amount of time that's appropriate for the circumstance and breathe into it and relax and wait before you react. It can really help you avoid a lot of dumb things. Have you ever sent an email and 10 minutes later you think, man, I overreact. I wish I could take that, but you already sent it. So before you decide to do the thing you're about to do, it's going to help you get rid of the impulsiveness. Just find a way to relax and take a breath. It might just be counting to 10. You know, remember the old adage, count to 10 before you say anything when you get mad? Well, that actually works for a reason. Therapists have taught that for years. Find your version of that. But tip one is relax before you act. The next step or the next tip is emotions. Emotions are real, they're valid, and they're not necessarily accurate. So again, we were just talking about that. I might feel really hurt and I might realize, you know, my hurt is valid, but is this person really trying to hurt me? Is it true that they were hurting me and I need to feel hurt? Well, it's not necessarily true, but it's valid. So in tip two, it's really about take a second, again, before you react, before you do anything, once you've taken a breath during that breathing time, check in on how you feel. Some of us, I know I have in some way, shape, or form, I don't know why or who taught me, but I kind of got trained that emotions could hurt, so I like to avoid emotions. You know, my wife teasing, uh, she lovingly teases me and, you know, says, oh, did I hurt the feeling? Did I hurt your feeling? Yes, you hurt the one. It's very sensitive. It's not around very often, but when you get that feeling, man, it can hurt. And, you know, to feel the emotions, that's, you know, again, the very first step is feel before you deal. Okay, so before you deal with it, acknowledge how you feel about it. And if you feel hurt, okay, I feel hurt. If you feel scared, right, like, you know, you got news of something about health. Well, before you jump on and, you know, spend a billion dollars on all these alternative health processes, stop, relax, or the fee. But step three is now, okay, now that I felt that, let's acknowledge the reality. Am I going to be homeless, right? Do we have money and savings? Do I have a credit line or whatever, you know, however you do that. But like, you know, am I going to be, am I employable now? Like what, you know, what kind of industry am I in? What kind of job am I in? What's going on with this business? Whatever the, the circumstance is, begin to look at the actual reality of the facts. Okay. Face the facts. And what I find is very often when the unexpected hits, the facts are actually quite comforting because the facts are not the story. You know, the narrative of what I feel like is happening is always way scarier than the actual facts on the ground of what's really going on. Uh, my friend, Dr. John Deloney, uh, he's a Ramsey personality, Ramsey Network, has a phenomenal podcast called The Dr. John Deloney Show. He's been on our show a couple of times. He always says, facts are your friends. And I think that's absolutely genius because when you're in a trial in a hard situation, facts truly are your friends. You got to lean on them and say, okay, hang on. Hey, fact. Hey, fact, is this really what's going on? No, I'm going to live. Okay, thanks, fact. <laughs> That's what you got to do. So step three is once you've relaxed and taken a moment, you feel before you deal and you check on your emotions, then you acknowledge the reality and you face the facts. Then step four is community. This is all about finding your support. So anyone that I've ever talked to that walked through something hard and unexpected, this is the key, man. This is what makes a difference. I'm not talking about social media. I'm not talking about, you know, your Facebook friends and your Instagram DMs and your TikTok likes and look, it's all great stuff. 
I guess, you know, for someone, it's all great stuff. But that's not friendship. That's not relationship. I am talking about eyeball to eyeball, man, heart to heart, you know, someone to hug, someone to physically touch. Um, you know, if you love them, it's someone to kiss. It's a real human being sharing the same space as you. And look, I don't think I'm alone, but that's one of the hardest things over the last couple of years when, you know, there were, I didn't realize how much trauma I had just from isolation on its own, just from walking outside with my dog and, you know, having my neighbor cross the street. And I'm not saying that was the wrong thing, right? But just having that experience where it's like, oh, like, are you the enemy? I might be the enemy. Who's the enemy? Who's patient zero? We, you know, and it's like, man, when everybody consciously and subconsciously goes out of their way to avoid being in your presence, even if you get the explanation and you're like, I understand and CDC and blah, blah, blah. It's still, I believe it's been taking a toll on us emotionally. It takes a toll subconsciously. And that's why step four is about getting back into community. So this might look like game nights. It might look like, you know, going to your your scouts meeting or your church group or, you know, your family bonfire or dinner. Or it might just look like, you know, going to a buddy's house and saying, hey, man, can we get together and hang out? Yeah, what do you want to talk about? I have no idea. I just need to be with someone that I trust. You know, I just want to be with someone and let thing and let conversations happen. The most helpful and genuine conversations are going to come when you're already in someone's presence. You know, it's not about having a Zoom meeting and getting together, talk about a problem. It's about just hanging out. And maybe it's about getting food or, you know, sharing an activity, but somewhere along that time, stuff's going to happen. You know, that's one of my favorite things of uh, mountaineering and camping is you know, I've been mountaineering and climbing since I was 19 years old. It's one of my favorite activities. And I think the reason I like it so much, it's not really like about the heights or about conquering or win. It's not really about that. What I really love about it is the who I get to do it with. And it's when you're, you know, doing a six-hour uh, approach up to the side of a mountain. And you just have six hours with your friend and you're just walking. And stuff comes out and a story shows up and a question comes and, you know, so community is about shared experience and shared space. Find your support. Guys, you are not strong enough to do life alone. Neither am I. Nobody is. We are built for community. We are built for togetherness. We are built to support one another. So make sure that especially when you're finding a hard time, and especially, especially if you are the supporter, this is critical and important. When you're the supporter, man, you need to take the time and ask for support, okay? ask for support. Step five, key number five, secret number five is time. Hey, timing is everything. So now that you've taken a moment and you haven't reacted right off the bat, you've acknowledged your emotions, feel before you deal. You've acknowledged the reality, face the facts. You have some support, whether it's one or many people and you have community and you've talked about this and you're working through what you need to, again, with these unexpected or hard times. Step five is now you actually pick the timing. This is the final step before you get back into action to do what's next. And, you know, the timing is different for every type of, of unexpected challenge. If it's an angry email, it might be, let me wait an hour. Let me give you that example, okay? So first I breathe, walk away from the computer. Acknowledge my emotions. I am mad. I can't believe this person who I, I thought I treated so well has turned into so angry. I'm mad. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hurt. What's the reality? Well, the reality is maybe the communication wasn't there. Maybe something got miscommunicated. Okay, I get that. 
the reality is they're probably feeling mad and they probably sent this before they reacted and they might already feel different. Okay. And it's just an email and I want to re-communicate with them. Step four, find community. So something like this, it might be chat with someone in your business, chat with a quick friend, send, you know, just call someone even, right? Say, hey, am I out of line? Can I read you something? I got this email, boom, from a customer. Here's what I'm thinking. What are your thoughts? Get some wisdom and some support, okay? And then step five is timing. And maybe it's, okay, I'm going to send back before the end of the day a response, or I'm going to call them tonight after work, or I'm going to send an email in the morning. I'm going to let them sleep on it, and I'm going to sleep on it right? So it might be that like that's all it looks like. And that's the five steps. And then you move back into action and you begin problem solving if it's appropriate. Let me give you a more extended one, a hard one. Um, I was thinking of some different stories. I got a couple stories I'm going to share for, for next week's episode. But for now, let me give you an example of, you know, let's say you walk through a loss of relationship. Some, you know, and, and again, I know people, this has happened throughout the pandemic. Divorce. And now it's over. Okay, first, relax. I want to punish and I want to yell and I want to this, that, the other thing. Hang on. Take a breath and maybe you might even give it two or three days potentially. Acknowledge the emotions. How do I feel? What's going on? Acknowledge the re- And that might take a little while, right? That might take, you know, a few days, a few weeks. And, and again, you can, if there's someone waiting for a response, you can text or call and say, hey, can I get back with you? Or I don't, I don't know what to say yet. I need, I need some time. During that time, you process the emotions. You face the facts and you begin to look at, okay, what are the bank accounts like? What about the kids? What about this? And you start to actually look at the real facts, not just how you feel. Again, step four, you get community. You want to get some good men around you or some good women around you if you're, you know, depending on obviously who you are. Build that community and, and don't just get supporters who love you and hate the other person or, you know, whatever. Really build some community where people can look at you and say, hey, Listen, the truth is you're a little out of line or, you know, you, you want you want people around you that can tell you how it is and sharpen you. And then step five is the timing. And this might be, hey, I need a few weeks. This might be a few months to process. This might be, in reality, this is going to be a whole year maybe of working through and, you know, you're not going to go, okay, divorce is done. Let's get out to dating next Wednesday. There's going to be a time period. And again, depending on how big or small it is, that tells you what kind of time period you're really dealing with. Well, those are, those are my five tips and the steps. I hope this, is, this will help you and, and you've been able to put yourself in the picture for anything major that's changed or happened or come across your plate um, really over the last couple years. So that's what today's episode was for. Um, again, you can find these steps and these tips right in the first chapter of my book, Driven to Courage, How to Overcome the, or How to Deal, sorry, it used to be How to Overcome, I've changed the subtitle. Driven to Courage, How to Deal with the Unexpected and Come Out Stronger. It's on pre-sale right now through July 15th, okay, for the next 30 days, July 15th. In the book, I also, I'm going to talk about this in some future episodes, but I'm very excited. We have a co-author, four-time Olympian, my pal Ruben Gonzalez. He's been on the show here. He's a co-author with me. And I actually opened it up, and this is what I'm really excited about. Every other chapter is story-driven teaching. I open it up, and I have co-authors from different entrepreneurs athletes and everyday amazing people that have gone through some really incredible tragedies and have triumphed. I mean, we have stories that are going to blow your mind and we're going to have some of those authors on episodes over the next 30 days during pre-sale so you can get a taste for what it all is. And we also want to, again, bless you and teach you and, and share these incredible stories with you to encourage you for what's coming next. Okay, You can harness these five steps and deal with the unexpected. 
You don't have to survive. You can thrive through changes. This is powerful. You can take control of your actions. I believe in you. You can create a fresh future and a fresh vision for your life. Okay, don't let outside circumstances decide your life. Take back the choice and let this be the best year of your life. That's it for this week. I appreciate you. I'm so excited to be able to come back and be on the air with you. Until next week, make sure you stay driven. Bye-bye. <laughs>